That's how you should have started it, Fran. <laughs> you get that one, I'll buy you lunch. I would like that. <laughs> well, I will. If if you, if Christiane, if you get that order, I will buy you lunch, not on the company, but out of the kindness of my own pocket. It's not kindness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a little recap. So for the guesses, we're we're almost halfway through the season. I I said at the end of the last one that we were still pretty early on, but we've done four weeks. And we're doing a total of nine weeks, so halfway through this week will be halfway. Guess-wise, Christiane has nine. I have six. Tom has two. Lightning round, Tom is winning 11 to six. So I'm always the bridesmaid. <laughs> what I am a little, um, I don't want to say disappointed in, I mean myself more than anything, is uh, they're, they're, I only have two of the guesses in the beginning right. Yeah, throughout all of the ones we've done, yeah. there's a bunch I should have gotten and I didn't. Um, there's children who are doing better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I and didn't catch that. You know, it's um, th- there were definitely plants that you and I would have never have guessed because we didn't know the plants. So that's that's a hard thing to factor in. Um, and some maybe this time, maybe because there is such a vast knowledge of native plants that you have. It's so difficult. Did you hear the cricket? I just heard the, cr- <laughs> right. the cricket. Right. I heard the freaking cricket. Right. I'm, I'm cricket like, Christiane's pranking us with the cricket. There, no, there's been a cricket in our office all day, and it's been driving me nuts. And slowly we're all going crazy, and now we're going to let it drive everyone yeah. else here nuts yeah, too. Yeah, there you go. But what I was going <laughs> to say is maybe, the, the may, here. maybe you have oh such a God. vast knowledge. The, the encyclopedia of native plants in your head is so vast that it's too hard. To narrow it down to just one. I think it's it's the other way. Where it's, <laughs> it's such a small scope that unless I get the the perfect clues, I have no idea. All right, well, let's see how we do today, Christiane. What do you have for us? Okay, first up, we have a deciduous shrub. It grows ten to sixteen foot tall, eight to thirteen foot wide. It is native to eastern and central portions of the U.S as far west as the Dakotas and Oklahoma and north into Canada. And its wetland indicator status is facultative upland. Now, with those children that I just <laughs> mentioned, I, I know they do pause. And I don't, do they pause here or do they pause after our questions? They pause oh. here. Okay. And then they, they deliberate and then they listen to the questions. And go from right. there. I, I give them a little more credit then. <laughs> at this point, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, um, I'll let you ask the first question. Well, I was. I, it's so uh, given that 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 just describes probably half of the knowledge I have of. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. describes half of the facultative upland shrubs. That um, I this cricket. I don't know if people can hear that or they're. Gonna, I don't know. It's going to be the fly episode it, in. Uh, it is in in Breaking Bad, um, <laughs> which was either people's. Absolute favorite or, or their absolute, like, least like favorite. Least favorite. So um, I'm going to ask, what color are the flowers? Uh, the male flowers are a yellowish brown, and the female flowers are reddish. Okay. I, I have an idea. Do you really? I have an All idea. Right. Um, I would like to know about the leaf. The leaf is ovate, double-toothed, and dark green. 
Oh, I, I have a follow-up question, but I'm not going to ask it because that's <laughs> against the rules. Why don't, why don't you ask me? We're not asking Christian anything. My, you my and I, question, maybe you and so, I can deliver With the deliver flower color, color and uh, and it is a shrub Yeah, that yes. has a wide date of range. Yes. I just saw something about a shrub that had was the the female flowers were yellowish brown. The male right? were yellowish brown were, and, the, and the female were reddish. It, no, opposite, right? The male was yellowish brown, oh, okay. the yeah. female oh, okay. were reddish. Yeah. Okay. The one I think is the other other way. So my guess, I'm still going with it because I don't know what else to guess, is American hazelnut. That's but I good, think the question, I think the, the flower I think, color is the opposite. I I think I think the um I don't think American hazelnut gets that big. I don't either. I, I, I think that's eight to ten. Yeah. Uh, foot tall. So, but I like where you're going with that. I'm going to say. Ooh. Um, I think we did a American hazelnut at some point, too. We may Once have. Be like beaked hazelnut or something crazy. Yeah, um, Christiane's face didn't flinch. Uh, I'm going to say. I think that's a wetland. Um. Man, I'm. We need I, the cricket right. to chime in right now. I, I, all, right, all, right. all right, I know this is wrong, but I'm going to say Alnus rugosa, speckled alder. Tom's got it. Wow! Wow! I wouldn't have guessed that based on height range. I just saw something on Facebook about that the other day. You're listening to a native plant every day with Tom and Fran. Happy Monday! Welcome back to an argument every day. With Tom and Fran and Christiane, I am Fran. And I'm Tom. And I'm Christiane and introduced in the start for the first time. Because the argument's with you. Well, it's yeah. always an argument. See, we've had an, we've had an argument every day with Tom and Fran part one in season <laughs> one. This is season two, so I wanted to be able to differentiate. Mm. Now, Tom and I were saying that Coralus seemed very familiar to us and we thought maybe we'd done it on season one but i had actually profiled it about a month ago on native plants healthy planet and i i take issue with your height range well you can argue with the missouri botanical garden all right i I just met someone from there and she was a very nice young woman it is possible that in we've talked about this with certain plants have certain height differentials based on where they're at Mm -hmm. in the country so for us i i like I had profiled it at, at most fifteen foot, but it's usually mm-hmm. eight to ten foot. Typically, what we see here is eight to ten foot. When when you said ten well, to sixteen, well, if the range is ten, 10 to 16, sixteen, and it's normally in the ten foot, but can be fifteen, I believe my range is rather mm-hmm. accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, I have an argument with, with myself. <laughs> for some reason, I could, I started to stump myself with the flower colors being backwards. <laughs> Because for some reason, even though I knew this, I knew the the male flowers are the yellowish brown because they're yeah. a catkin that produces a lot of pollen and hang down. But when I we started talking about, it, I'm like, oh no, those are the female flowers and the male flowers are red. Even though I I just I I think about things too much sometimes. <laughs> when, I was going when, back and forth. Oh no, I'm wrong because I think this. When the flower yeah. color was announced, I knew it had to be a catkin. But mm-hmm. I assumed height-wise that there's no way it yeah. could be coralless, and that's why I started thinking of other things. I'm like, well, it's not a birch. Let's, yeah, I was trying to narrow it down that way. Yeah, but, but anyway, 
<laughs> and Christian, don't feel bad for Fran about this because he was trying to tell me that uh, what's it, Verbena Hastata had like a maximum height of like five feet, and I produced a picture of it being a foot taller than I was. <laughs> and, and, We've uh, had this argument last season, so it's just full circle. So yeah, it's it's regional, and it depends. You can have wide uh, ranges of height for different things. So, yeah. So and with the height of this plant, it's as we mentioned numerous times now, 10 to 16 foot tall, 8 to 13 foot wide. There's the cricket. Uh, wetland indicator status is facultative up, and it has a wide native range, um, primarily in eastern and central portions of the U.S., as far west as the Dakotas and Oklahoma and north into Canada. And it's found in naturally or naturally in rocky woodlands, forests, hillsides, pastures, and thickets. Actually, they make great thickets, which is, is yeah. a good hedgerow plant. Yeah. So, and again, just in case we didn't mention it, today's plant is Corliss Americana, which is American hazelnut, also called American filbert. Uh, it is a deciduous shrub of the Betulaceae family, uh, hence the catkins. Uh, as we established, the leaves are alternate, ovate, double-toothed, dark green leaves that are three to six inches long. Uh, the bark is grayish brown and smooth with a crisscross netted pattern. It's monoecious, being multi-stemmed with long outward-growing branches that form a dense, spreading, and spherical shape, often suckers very heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, in fact, the one that we have in our landscape, um, we've cut off at the base, and it has suckered very heavily. I, yeah. I love it, uh, and I love that you can do that with it. I do, you too. You can kind of control the height that way. I agree. Um, <clears throat> as we mentioned uh did we talk about the male flowers, or am I just remembering me talking about the flowers? Well, that was – that was. Did you just say something about it? Am I – No, 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 no. Actually, we, we were saying it, it has one central stem and will send up many auxiliary stems from the root system, so it, it does sucker. But uh, Christiane had given us the male flowers uh, up here. No, yeah. She didn't give us – she just gave us color. See, yeah, we so have the... to be less specific with our <laughs> yeah, questions because yeah. I'm like, oh, look at all this information she omitted yeah. when giving so – the... The male flowers, as we've mentioned, are are catkins. Um, they appear and they're fairly showy for this time of year. They're not like a super showy, but they're there when you get up close. Um, they're two to three inches long, uh, yellowish brown catkins, and female flowers appear in small reddish incons- inconspicuous catkins. I didn't realize those were catkins too, but yeah, when you look really close, the female flowers are like just really really tiny. Uh, red things on like the twig ends it seems like um they give way to small egg-shaped edible nuts in the basically midsummer july and august which are encased in leafy husk-like ragged edge bracts the nuts are typically produced on plants that are two to three years and older um fall color is quite variable ranging from attractive combinations of orange rose purplish red yellow and green i think ours just turns yellow yeah ours is ours is pretty <clears throat> much yellow um they're they're pretty easily grown. It's not a difficult plant to to, to grow, but it it likes average, medium, well drained soil. Uh, can take full sun to part shade. It is susceptible to eastern filbert blight, uh, and it does have some susceptibility to leaf spots, blight, and crown gall. And the occasional insects, pests include scale, leaf hoppers, and various foliage eating caterpillars, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, and um, so if you remove the root suckers. It'll main, help maintain plant appearance if you want it to be like a tight shrub. Um, and then uh, the American hazelnut is shade tolerant. Uh, you find it often as an understory plant and grow under a light intensity of 15% or less, even as low as 1%. Uh, and it's a mid-seral yeah, successional species and it usually absent in, from old-growth forest communities. Uh, populations can be managed by fire. 
but the plant does sprout from rhizomes following the fire. And uh, the nuts can be eaten by songbirds, rough grouse, quail, wild turkeys, chipmunks, black bears, foxes, white-tailed deer, skunks, and squirrels. I'm sure that list even goes beyond that. It is a wonderful, wonderful wildlife. Oh, totally. And if you have deer, the twigs and leaves uh, will be browsed by white-tailed deer. They do like to to nip those back. Uh, But it is also the host plant for caterpillars of the Saturnidae moth. I think I may have pronounced that incorrectly, but uh, best grown informally in naturalized areas, open woodland gardens or prairies where it can be allowed to spread. Uh, Give it a little bit of room because it will sucker, but it's nice because you can keep it a little bit lower and it does have a ton of wildlife value. Uh, It can also be used as a screen or as planting for the rear of a shrub border. Uh, The Greek genus names come from the Greek word korlos or from chorus meaning helmet in regard to the husk on the nut. The common name is derived from hazel, which is the old English name for filbert. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, let's do lightning round. Fran, are you going to be fast this time? I'm always fast. First up is true or false. This plant can grow in height from 13 to 24 inches a year. Not too fast. No. Over there. It's All right. A little slow. <laughs> Call it the snail round next. (laughs) (laughs) True or false? Harvesting of hazelnuts should be done after they turn tan. Says the colorblind man. (laughs) (laughs) True or false? Because of shading and aggressive growth, Coralis has long been recognized as a major deterrent, deterrent, deterrent to the successful regeneration of upland conifers. Mm. Mm. I don't know. True or false, the most important mode of reproduction of American hazelnut is through seed dispersal. Okay. And then true or false, this species can be pruned any time. Okay. All right. I'm I'm confident enough. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. But go ahead. Okay, first up was true. It can grow in height from 13 to 24 inches a year. All right. Mm-hmm. Then it's false. Uh, harvesting of hazelnuts can be done while they are still green because if you wait for them to turn color, it will increase competition with local wildlife. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The next one is true that Coralus can be a deterrent to the successful regeneration of upland conifers. All right. The next one is false. The most important mode of reproduction is by rhizomes. Uh, Tom, where are you at? I have uh, two of the four. All right. I am three of four. Yeah. So I need to win this one to to lock it in. (laughs) And then last was true. The species can be pruned at any time. (laughs) I heard you grow. (laughs) So I I actually got that one right. All right. So do you have a tiebreaker for us? The Lewis family actually suggested that perhaps the the tiebreaker should always be true or false. Is the plant can the plant be used as a cure for venereal disease? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in this case, I would go with false. Uh, I, I, I don't. Think... <laughs> I don't have a tiebreaker. How about uh, uh, will I put it in my yard? Uh, that's a good tiebreaker. Well, I don't know how oh, – would you put oh, it yeah, in your yard? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, you uh, would. I'm going to say no. 
Fran will get it. I have zero reason, but oh, no, God. I won't. Wow. Yeah. No reason that you're just saying no? Yeah, no. It's, it's just a, wow. never been of interest. See, I was thinking, wow, okay. Well, <laughs> all right, all right. making a big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I, Tom, are you putting it in your head? Oh, I'm, I would love to, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's a really cool plant. It's... I, I might not be putting it in my yard per se, but I would put it on my property. We have our other farm. We have this quail project, and not that it's necessarily a super great plant for quail. I think it actually listed quail as something that would eat it, but it's just a great wildlife plant. Um, it produces so much food and cover for for wildlife. It's a, a really good plant for that purpose. I agree. Actually, I have a, a a low shaded spot in the back of my property where it would be a perfect fit. I would love to actually add it there. So I think I definitely would. Tom, you want to update the board? Am, so yeah. you win the lightning round and you get the get. I would no, rather you win the Christmas. You get the lightning round. No. Oh, yeah. I do get the lightning <laughs> round. Never mind. I get the lightning round. Tom gets the guess. I would rather Tom win than Christiane. I'm on Tom's team for this one. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you have it. We have another episode coming up tomorrow. Uh, coming tomorrow. Up tomorrow. That's the yeah, word you're looking yeah, for. Yeah. Thank you. That's- make sure you tune in and until then keep it native thank you for listening to a native plant every day with tom and fran hey everyone this is fran and tom and we just wanted to give you a quick reminder to tune in every friday to our other podcast native plants healthy planet yeah so on native plants healthy planet we dive into all different kinds of subjects revolving around native plants and our ecology and having a healthy planet. We have guests from uh, from colleges, from other podcasts, from different nonprofits we work with, even authors. It's a really good time. We hope you join us over there. Make sure you tune in, and until then, keep it native.